What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And so what I want is just a really big annual conference of a bunch of geniuses and world leaders where we get together and we learn some stuff and then we solve some problem like poverty or healthcare or clean water and, and, you know, just like actually make some progress and have it be really fun at the same time. Welcome to the Budget Minded Traveler podcast, your source for the everyday inspiration and practical tips that make international travel accessible to everyone. How's it going, guys? Today, we are doing something fun and different, a game show, because... Well, for one, I love games, but it's also a fun way to get to know some travel stories and advice via influencers whom you may have heard of before. We did a show like this in episode 61 with a few fellow travel podcasters. And basically, I've decided to make that more of a regular thing. Um, So these shows are going to be based on a list of, well, we're starting with 130 questions for expert travelers. And no, we're not going through all of them in one episode. We're just going to start going through as many as we can every time that we do a game show. And some of these questions were asked by you. Those of you in the BMT community on Facebook may remember me asking for your input for some travel questions a little while back. And this is why. And by the way, you guys asked some really really good questions. So thanks to those of you who contributed to that. And we may be adding more uh, as this goes on. So if you're not in the Facebook community yet and you want to be, go to thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash community and join us there. Um, So my guests and I are going to be taking turns, selecting numbers at random and answering the questions that correspond to those numbers, which means we have no time to prepare. And uh, that can be quite entertaining. Um, So today's guests are Derek Loudermilk, who is the host of the Art of Adventure podcast, and Hayden Lee, who is the host of the Travel Stories podcast. And whether you realize it or not, you've actually heard Hayden's work before because he is the current audio editor for this very show. So I'm excited that we're going to get to hear from him finally on the other side of the mic today. 
I'm going to go ahead and bring them on and let them introduce themselves. Um, and then we'll get into the round of questions. And also the questions that we tackle today are all listed on the show notes page at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 79. Check that out for links and notes that go with our answers as well. And here we go with Derek and Hayden. Hey, this is Derek Laudermilk, and I host the Art of Adventure and Uncharted Family podcasts. And I've been slowly traveling the world for the last four years, studying entrepreneurship cross-culturally and adventure. And I just had a brand new son. He's he's nine weeks old as of this recording, and we're going to start traveling with him next month. And it's really exciting, uh, a new big adventure, becoming a dad. And so you can you can check out those podcasts. And my website is DerekLoudermilk.com. And we'll make sure and put that on the show notes page. Uh, congratulations, by the way, Derek. That's super Thank exciting. You. And I love to hear that you got... He's nine weeks old and you're leaving in like a couple of weeks to go travel with him, right? Yeah. So Amazing. theoretically, three months is the age when their immune system is sufficiently advanced that you can travel a, a little bit more with them. Very cool. I'm sure you're going to have a lot to say about family travel after this. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Maybe I'll be like, screw that. We're staying at home. <laughs> cool. Okay. So um, DerekLoudermilk.com and we'll put that on the show notes. Any, any other Instagram or anything else you want to throw out there? I'm also Derek Loudermilk on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. Hayden, time to say hello to the Budget Minded Traveler podcast and let everybody know who you are. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. <laughs> Hi there. My name's Hayden Lee and I'm terrible at introducing myself. I, um, For one, I am the editor of this show. So that's uh, <laughs> that's a lot of fun. <laughs> so what? I may sound a lot cooler than I actually am in this recording, you know. So because I'll just edit <laughs> myself in afterwards, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also the uh, the host of the Travel Stories podcast, which is exactly like it sounds. We have travelers come on; they bring stories. We have a composer that composes a score to it. We have Foley sound. We have all this cool stuff. It's pretty cool. I'm a traveler, I suppose. And uh, well, no, I am. I don't know why I suppose I am. And, you absolutely uh, are. See. Yes. <laughs> so I was, uh, I'm not, I'm not going all the way back now, but my, my mother, I was born from a hippie mother and a motorcyclist uh, father. So yes, that kind of describes how I um, <laughs> and <laughs> so this, uh, this June, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't really make plans, but this June I'm heading out to Europe. I'm taking a motorcycle and going through every country in Europe, kind of zigzagging across the continent and just mm. visiting every single country. So that's, that's the plans for now. Not quite as exciting as having a kid and, uh, you know, <laughs> just different. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Nine weeks and, uh, and already thinking about going out. That's wicked, man. Mm -hmm. How cool yeah. is that? Yeah. Oh, as for social, I'm terrible at social media. I'm the worst person in the world. But you can uh, you can find my stuff at travelstoriespodcast.com or Facebook Travel Stories Podcast and add me on Facebook. I like talking to people. It's just Hayden Lee, H A Y D E N L E. -E. I'm the only not Chinese one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, noted. <laughs> we'll make sure we have all of this stuff on the show notes page as well. So um, I've kind of quickly explained the, we'll call them guidelines because I don't think there are any rules to this game since I'm just making it up. But 
briefly explain that to you guys. We're going to be each taking turns, choosing a number between one and 130 and seeing how far we can get with some of these questions that people have thrown at us. And like I said, I didn't, um, I have not gone through every single one of these questions. And so I really hope that we're not going to hit anything major (laughs) that we don't want to talk about. (laughs) So if we need to take a pass, maybe we shall, we'll see, we'll see what happens. It's, it's a, it's a game for a reason. So I love it. Yeah. Okay. I, um, am, I'm actually, I think this is going to be really hard. I'm not sure how ready I am, but let's just go for it anyway. Um, I'm going to start with the, I have a random number generator on my end so that you guys know mm. that I'm not cheating. Although I suppose you still don't know, <laughs> but Google has a random number generator. Um, and so that's what I'm using. So I'm going to hit the button and here we go with our first question. Ready? 113. Wow. Okay. Ooh. Let's find it. 113. Lucky 113. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Is there Oh, by the way, I'm going to say this too. The ones over a hundred we know came straight from the BMT Facebook group audience. So um, we're starting out with one of those, which is very cool. Is there any aspect of travel that still scares you and how do you overcome that fear or do you just avoid it? Wow. Starting off with an easy one. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. It is. Since I picked the number, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, I of travel. Wow. Okay. I feel like this has multi dimensions because there are a lot of things, activities that I do when I travel that do scare me, like in the adventure travel sector, everything that has to do with heights and water. I still, it still very much scares me, but I've been exercising my brave muscles and I still usually end up doing it. Um, and it usually turns into a blog post because it completely terrified me. And I, it it usually means some sort of overcoming and accomplishing and learning a lesson. And so those have turned into things that I've in a strange way. It's like, I fear them and I look forward to them at the same time, which is like a love hate thing, but I know that they always make me stronger. But then on the other, okay, here we go with all these storytelling things. Um, I knew it was going to happen, but on the other side of the multidimensional uh, aspect of travel that scares you, of course, um, I think hmm, a lot of the part about, well, okay. I used to be a really afraid of uh, traveling alone. Well, not afraid, like fear for my life, but uh, just that I would always, you know, not, not be comfortable with it. Um, and I want to say, I brought that up because I actually, I have gotten over that big time. Um, especially as a solo female traveler, um, you know, it's not, it's not scary. It does get lonely. And, um, I guess I fear the loneliness sometimes. That's very true. Mm. That's something that definitely happens. Uh, and that turns into blog posts as well. Cause I love to write about these things. But yeah, overcoming is a big thing. And even if you don't overcome a fear in its entirety, every single time you face it, you're overcoming it to an extent. And so I also want to put that out there. Okay, pass. We should have like a ding. Ding. (laughs) Ding. Derek, go. Okay. So I have some friends that are really good at getting out of being held in custody or when they're pulled over in some country and they can talk or bribe their way out of it. And I've been pulled over a couple times and I tried to offer bribes in Indonesia (laughs) and they just weren't having it. And I was like, 
come on. Like, isn't it supposed to work like this? Mm. And they're like, no, we're going to arrest you. And I was like, oh, my God. And one of them, I just turned around and just drove the other way. And he was like, you can't do that. I'm like, I'm going. Uh, But the other one, I just ended up paying the full fine, which is a ridiculously high $50 or something. And I was so embarrassed that I didn't know how to properly bribe. So I'm just worried that I'll get to some place like a, you know, in Africa. And they're like, we don't accept bribes and it's locked me up. Um, but it hasn't happened so far, hmm. but I'd really love to be better at it. <laughs> Keep your baby with you. You'll probably be safer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Hayden. Ding. Ding. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> this is a really tough one because a lot of the, a lot of the positions that might that I might be scared of or that might bring up these feelings of anxiety or something like that. I kind of enjoy them. You know, I like mm-hmm. anything. I don't know. I was thinking of, you know, if something bad could happen, you know, I could meet some blokes down an alleyway and they've got a knife, you know, I was thinking of things like that. But as long as I survive it, I've got a good story. You know, yeah. <laughs> so it's been really hard for me to think about that. But I think the one thing that that I'm most uh, that I'm most scared of would be being um, inadvertently rude. I know that's an incredibly English thing to say, but like being in a culture <laughs> and, you know, maybe not entirely understanding that mm. what I'm doing is is rude, you know? I, that would, I don't know, if I found out that I'd lived a week somewhere and been doing something that everyone was thinking, man, what's that guy doing? He's so rude. He's offending us. I'd think, oh, no, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I can think of anything worse. Mm. So I think, and for me as well, I don't plan like when I when I go places and I, I I don't do a lot of reading up on places until I get there and I just ask people. So that's that's a kind of way of of not having that fear so much is asking people, look, what do I not do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So I guess I guess that would be mine. It's an incredibly English one, but I'm going with it. I like it, Derek. Why don't you pick a number? Oh well, uh, I was going to go with a 107. Oh, 107. Okay. Good number. Oh my gosh. What advice? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm doing that thing where you read ahead and then you snicker before you read it out loud. Um, know, I'll stop doing that. <laughs> what, advice, I love it. what advice would you give to your younger self about traveling and living life to the fullest? Holy goodness. My people are, are there. They've got good questions here. Yeah. Let's see if we can answer this quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't regretted any tricky situation or difficult moments. And the more experiences I've had, the more it just seems to make my life much fuller. I'm 33, but it feels like I've lived a hundred years. And so I would say to my younger self, you know, just try all the stuff and don't worry because you'll figure out a way out of it. And it's going to make everything so much better when you just jump in and say, yes. I love that so much. Nice. Yeah, perfect. Ding. Ding. <laughs> oh, does it ding to me? Or dings it to ding you. To you? It dings to you. We'll oh, it, keep this rotation. <laughs> no worries. I like the Derek verb to dings ding. to you. That's great. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I ding, you ding, he, she, it dings. Got it. <laughs> so, so for me, let's see. I've totally forgotten the question. Oh, yeah. Advice to younger self. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say, look at all your stuff and half it, and then half it again. And then let's half it again. You know, that's what I'd do. And give it and, all to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
I don't even think just in travel. Like whenever people ask me for packing advice, I, I just say, look at everything you got, lay it all out, half it, then half it again. And it's so true. And I would give that advice to me, not just in travel, but in life in general. Like right now, I own five kilograms of belongings. That is all I own. That's mm. all I have in this world. And um, and I've never felt more free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would have done that way earlier, way earlier. So yeah, that would be my advice to me. A minimalist to the core. Good one. Yeah. Ding. Oh, man. I know I'm last, but I still am not even sure what my answer is going to be to this one. I, I feel like I have so many things that that I've learned along the way. But what's interesting is I don't think I think there are a lot of hard lessons in life that it, it they don't work unless you learn them the hard way. Does that make sense? Like I'm trying that's, to figure out now point. that I'm on the other side of so many things that I've learned how could I have, how could I just tell myself, oh, do this or do that without going through the lesson, like the the meat of it, you know, like without trudging through it myself and figuring it out so that I really do learn things. This one's really, I think, a tough one. yeah, like I, that's how I'm seeing this. And so, but I mean, I started when I was 18, which is as soon as I could have really. Um, and so, gosh, I really don't know. It's been such a crazy ride. How about trust, trust the, trust the decision of even when I'm the only one who's deciding it, you know, Mm. earlier, because that's that's something I understand really well now, but earlier when I always wanted someone to travel with me, you know, that maybe that's a good one. That's like, if you know what you need to do, do it, stand on your own two feet, no matter how young you are. Ooh, I made it through that question. Okay. That's a perfect answer to you. That was awesome. Thank you. Ding. <laughs> I think we're dinging to you now, um, Hayden, for, for a number. Oh, yeah. So we are. Uh, number. Let's see. Oh, why is this the hardest question? Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Where did you buy your latest backpack or luggage? Oh, an easy one. <laughs> is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Okay. So the one I'm currently using and have been using for a a good long while now is, uh, and this is, you, you might laugh at this, but do you know on eBay, they've got those ones from China and it's like, they're like maybe 10, 20 bucks and they're like 20 liters, maybe 15 liters, you know, and they're like, you know, the zips don't really work that well. <laughs> and like, if it's in the rain, it's gone, you oh know? My gosh. So it's, it's one of those. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. It's, uh, it's one of those, but on the plus side, it looks pretty cool. <laughs> so, we so, might have no, to yeah. put a picture of it on the show notes page because now I'm wondering <laughs> why, why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I am actually investing in a new one, uh, which is more, I don't know, it's it's better suited for traveling. So it's this uh, English company called Riot, but it's R-I-U-T. And it's a pretty new bag. All the zips and everything is at the back. So if you're like, oh. if you've got it on, no one can access any zips right. or anything like that. It's all opens from the back and it's like waterproof and like it's, it just fits. It's like, it's another 15 liter. And so it fits everything in and it's pretty cool, man. I'd recommend checking them out. 15 liters. Amazing. Mm. Good job. It's pretty small. It's yeah. tiny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it does the job. Um, I think everybody knows the answer to this already. I carry an Osprey Farpoint 55 at the moment. Um, and I got it from Osprey themselves because they know that I love them. And I also carry a, they call them weekender bags. It's just like a big handbag sort of thing. And I got it from Target and I, um, 
I'm, I really love it because a purse isn't big enough because, oh man, I know that you're carrying 15 liters, Hayden, but I can't handle it. So I needed more space than a tiny thing. And, you know, so, um, I'm like pretty much bursting at the seams as it is, but so I use those two things, Osprey and then a random, it's probably like, I don't know the brand, but it's from Target. I love it. Nice. I've heard really good things about Osprey. I've, well, I always hear good things about that. I really like them. Um, I really love that it opens like a suitcase. That's my favorite thing. I'm over the the top yes. loading backpacks. That's my mm. biggest. That thing. was that was another thing actually with the riot bag because I've got this checklist of things for bags that they uh-huh. need to have, and that was one of them. And mm. same thing with the with the riot that because yeah, putting it all in the top and delving your hand mm-hmm. in there, man, it's not about that. Who knows what's going to be in there? Yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. right? Exactly. Uh, ding. Derek. Okay. Uh, I also have a knockoff that it's a, it's a Vietnamese knockoff that I bought in Ho Chi Minh city. It's a copy of a nice French Alpine mountaineering brand. And I think it's 35 liters. And so I paired that with an REI wheelie bag and I, I did about two years where I had those two bags as my, all my possessions in those. So you could carry on pretty much every flight without having to check. And the total was probably 70 liters. Mm -hmm. So quite a lot of space. I um, buy lots of things uh, when I travel. (laughs) So I need lots of room. (laughs) Okay. Who's picking a number? Oh, me. That's you, yeah. Random number generator. Here we go. Three. Wow. Okay. Nice. Now I have to go find it. Sorry. Uh, What are the chances? (laughs) Yeah. Of all Um, of the numbers. (laughs) Um, is it one in 130? Um, I suppose it is. How long is the longest time you've been away from home? Oh, probably only not, um, maybe 10 months. I want to say the longest. Well, what is home? Okay. That's a totally different question. But yeah, because I mean, I, let's just not go there and let's say how, what's the longest time you've been out of your home country? Let's do that. I think 10 months is mine. Uh, and I've done that a few times, three times, I think, but I've never done like multiple years abroad. Ding. Uh, I'm right with you. A couple, a couple times about a year, but it, you know, it's not, I, you know, come back for a holiday or something and then it resets. So I've never spent many years living in, in, a like when people take a, a job abroad or something, I haven't done that, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, about a year. Okay. Ding. Man, I'm trying to figure it out. Let's see. Let's four see. years. <laughs> uh, I think it's it's either four or five. Four or <laughs> I'd five. I'd say four is, or five years. Yeah, that's yeah. a long time, and I think it's all the same once you get into that. That's uh, <laughs> that's a long haul. Are you in that right now? No, you're not, because you're back in England at the moment. Yeah, I'm in England at the moment, yeah. just preparing to go out for June. Yeah, going out. But, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> of course. All right, Derek, number. Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Nice. I don't know why I get so excited about these numbers. I know. Oh, that's <laughs> so a, funny. It's half of <laughs> nice the game. Number. Okay. I just try to pick prime numbers. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> made a prior plan to meet a stranger in a new place while traveling? Huh. Oh, I, I had this really cool... Uh, I went to Belgium last year to speak at the Travel Storytelling Festival. My friend was organizing it. And people started saying like, Oh, I have a friend in Belgium and they have a co-working space or da, 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 da. And you, you got to meet all these people. And I had this big list of people that I was supposed to meet when I was there. And I was like, Oh yeah, right. I'm not going to, you know, run all over town meeting people, but it happened to be my birthday 
while I was there. And so not only did I invite everyone at the festival to my birthday, because it was the day after the festival, but I also just invited all these people that I was supposed to meet to come. And we all met up at this bar. There was like 30 of us. And I just got to meet everyone at once that I was supposed to meet. And we ended up, uh, it was, there's this other girl at the travel storytelling festival who has a charity that takes art supplies to kids in Nepal, the, the trekkers carry, carry them up the mountain with them. So we raised, I don't know, a couple hundred euros for her charity, uh, the donkeys. And it was amazing. And I got to meet all these people and I didn't have to go find them. That's amazing. Ding. Nice. Ding. First of all, travel storytelling festival. How do I not know about this? Well, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll talk and you, you will know. Yes. And it would be great. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. So prior hmm, meeting someone hmm, before I got there, let's see. I usually just get there and then meet someone. That, that, that's usually the way, the way it happens. Like I won't go into a story now. I'm, you know, I always go into stories, but like in Ho Chi Minh, for example, I was walking, trying to get to a hostel or a hotel, just looking around. I just got off the plane and, um, and I got picked up by a guy on a motorbike and he drove me two hours away. And that's how I met him. Like, that's how I like to meet people. You know, they just mm-hmm. walk into your life, you know, but, uh, I think I have, I have made arrangements to meet someone once, and that was in Indonesia. Uh, I think that was couch surfing, actually, which, I mean, I love couch surfing. It's awesome. And uh, yeah, so I met that guy, and uh, through him, I met a bunch of people. And man, meeting people is not only one of the most beneficial things for you in your experience, but it's so much fun. It just makes everything, I don't know, expands your horizons when you're in a place, you know, because mm-hmm. you go to. Yeah, I mean, if you're in somewhere like Thailand, you're in Alaska, you're in, it doesn't matter. You kind of, you don't have much idea of where to go. Maybe you read some stuff, but if you're with a local, then they're like, man, we need to go here. You know, so meeting people, it's just such a good idea. Yeah. Did you do the couch surfing thing? I mean, did you know the guy before or did you reach out to him on couch surfing? No, no, I reached out to him. Uh, like, I think it was, hmm, where was I? I think it was just getting into the airport or just getting onto the plane that was going to Indonesia. Yeah, one of the two. Okay. And I just, you know, sent out a thing. Is anyone around? He's like, yeah, come over. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause that I've done that a lot too, you know, where I'm, I'm trying to think of a time where like someone told me, Oh, I know someone here. Why don't you hook up with them? You know? And, and actually nothing is coming to my mind at the moment. I'm like racing through like 15 years of travel and I'm sure that it's happened. Uh, but the only <laughs> yeah. stories that are coming to my mind are actually couch surfing stories, which is funny that you brought that up. Um, and I think that that's, I, I think what couch surfing does is it creates a plot. Did you ding? Because I started. <laughs> oh, Were you done? Cause I just realized that I, I, took your question and ran with it. It's all good. good. But I I think what couch surfing does is it provides a platform for meeting the strangers who are about to become your friends. Uh, And I, that should be their tagline. That's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I have so many success stories from that. Um, And so I guess I should say, yeah, a lot of times and I end up staying with them or they end up staying with me or we're still friends 10 years later kind of thing. Couch surfing has been really great for that. So I'm going to let that be my answer. Ding. Hayden, I think it's your turn to choose a number, right? Oh, okay, cool. Number. Let's see. I'll go with 58. 58. Mm, Good choice. Yeah. (laughs) Good choice. Let's see what it is. Which country has the, what? Which country has the best education system? Hmm. 
Um, I have no idea. Isn't it? Uh, it's not. Is it Finland or or Sweden? It's one of the two. I think it's Finland. We could probably yeah. just say Scandinavia and be safe. Yeah, just in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, there you go. I feel like that was a group <laughs> question. Let's let's pick a yeah. new. Unless you guys have a story with that, let's pick a new one. Hey. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Hayden, yeah. it's on you again. New number. Oh yeah. It was a bad oh, choice. No. Come on, Hayden. No, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go with the let's go with the listener one. So let's go with a hundred and one. hundred and one. Uh okay. Is there anything that still surprises you while you're abroad or while preparing for a trip? Hmm. Ooh. Oh man, it's not that bu- not, not that fun being the one that chooses the uh, the number because then you don't have any time to think of your answer. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> still, still surprises surprised. you while you're abroad or while preparing for a trip. Man, I'm so glad this is editable. Uh, let's see. Oh, we're not editing this. I'll tell my editor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> still surprises me. Let's see. I don't know. I'm thinking of things like the the generosity of strangers but that doesn't surprise me anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah it's like that's oh, kind yeah. of that's, that's just a thing now you know there were, i mean there were things that surprised me at first you know like there were always is with travel but you just kind of get used to them not in a bad way but you just know that they're there like the generosity mm-hmm. of strangers for example being one okay um hmm i guess it still surprises me how much how much I can never get bored in an airport. Like I, I always think, man, I've got like a like a nine hour, eight hour stay in this airport until I can get on the plane. This isn't going to be cool, but I always enjoy it. Airports are my favorite place in the world. I always, always mm. enjoy it. And I'm always like, well, <laughs> why? How did? How is this still happening? But I, I always still enjoy it. So good. Yeah, I did suppose you, it. Hayden, did you hear about that guy who missed his flight? In the in the airport in Singapore, and then just stayed in the lounge for three weeks. Oh my <laughs> Man, gosh. how good is Singapore Airport? I can see why. Changi, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> best airport in the world. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, man, airports are the best. It's like like Bangkok Airport. There's uh, there's this place where if you've got an overnight one, there's this place. If you go right down to the bottom floor and you go underneath the escalators, then you can just you can sleep there, right? Because it's warm. You've got this buzz of the escalators. There's no one there, right? <laughs> oh it's dark, right? You've got plugs. You've got outlets and Wi-Fi. It's like the perfect place, man. It's so good. That should be a question is what is your favorite airport? That's a, I actually, it's probably on here somewhere, but that's probably. Okay. By the way, Hayden is selling a uh, secret treasure map to that location. If you <laughs> approach it, later. Yeah. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, man, if any of you are listening to this in Bangkok airport, because I remember I was traveling through Asia, through Asia, listening to this podcast. And so someone might be in Bangkok airport right now. Listening yeah, to it. go find you it. Are, yeah. Go to the bottom floor, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Someone might also be in Changi Airport right now. I'm probably saying that yeah. wrong, but the Singapore one. Man, the airport's great. Okay. I think that dings to me. I'm going to read it again. Is there anything that still surprises us while we're abroad or while we're preparing for a trip? I actually, what's it's, it surprised me that I nothing came to my mind immediately either. And I know you struggled with that. And that's, it's a strange thing because there, ha, there has to be things. It's not like we're used to everything, you know? Um, yeah. But I think <laughs> my mistakes are what surprised me, actually. I'm going to go with that. Like, for example, 
that time that I, you guys have already heard this, but the time that I forgot to pick up my bag from baggage claim <laughs> in, <laughs> in Istanbul because I never check a bag. And so I left it there until I got outside and realized it. And I, I think that's probably the best answer from me for this one is that I, I still make mistakes and those surprise me like to no end. I am... I am a great source of entertainment for myself when it comes to still making rookie mistakes when I, when I travel. So maybe I just like to keep myself on my toes. <laughs> Your subconscious is messing with you. <laughs> oh, I'm like, really? Come on. It's like not my first day here, but you'd think so. <laughs> That's great. But it's fun. You know, I mean, of course, things are still going to surprise us. Of course, we're still going to make mistakes. That's life. <laughs> Definitely. That's the fun. And what's life without ups and downs? That's awesome. Ding. Ding. Okay. Still surprises me. So there's the idea of the beginner's mind. And I find that every time I land in a new country, I'm sort of relearning how the flow of life works in a city. And, you know, how do people stand in line? How much personal space should we get? Like, do I have to go up to get the check or you're going to bring me the check at the restaurant? You know, like how annoying is it to get from point Mm. A to point B navigating through traffic? And so I'm just always surprised that every city almost has figured out a different way to conduct (laughs) daily life. You would think, you know, we just come up with one best solution, but it's different everywhere. That is so good. It's like we all speak the travel language, yet there are dialects in every country, like everywhere that you have to learn, like the nuances. And that's a good one. Mm, really, Definitely. One. It's like uh, crossing the road in, in like Hanoi or something. If you're walking across the road, it's like the question is always, <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> and, yeah. uh, well, if you go to England and you look the wrong way and oh, the car man. is like, Meow, and you're like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> This ain't America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I can't remember who it was. I think it might have been Nathaniel Boyle. I think it was. It, I can't remember who it was, but they're saying I actually had to Google how to cross the road in in Hanoi. I can't remember who that was. Oh, I but don't. It's either. so true. That's it's so funny. true. And the I think the general consensus is you just do it. You just go. You just kind of <laughs> run jump. for your life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, it's great. Okay. Um, I think it's back to me for a number. Sure. Let's see. 32. What's your biggest, boldest, wildest goal in life? Wow. What? What a question. Wait, shoot. I wish I didn't say that out loud. Like, because now we have to answer it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. I think it's to be comfortable with myself, you know, in, in a place where I feel like I'm doing my best so that I can offer my best to the world as well. And uh, it takes a lot to get there, you know, like it's that's but it's a good it's a good goal. And it's and it's a constant thing. Just learning. And as you soon know, as you like, get there, you become an impermanent being of starlight and you <laughs> yeah, fly to Nirvana. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's something that I definitely strive for. Like I want to be comfortable with myself. I want to be proud of myself, you know, and, and be able to take other people with me on the way. I think that's big and bold. <laughs> it is. Oh, that is. Awesome. It gives me a little nervous feeling in my stomach. So it's got to mean something, you know? <laughs> yes. Uh, Ding. 
<laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Um, so I like to steal other people's big things and make them my <laughs> own. So the UN and Bill Clinton each have these these things like where they bring a bunch of geniuses together and world leaders to try to solve the biggest problems. And I really love bringing my friends together to talk about things like we have this annual ski trip every year and we get together uh, all my college buddies and we ski and we teach each other things and, and try to solve problems. And so what I want is just a really big annual conference of a bunch of geniuses and world leaders where we get together and we learn some stuff and then we solve some problem like poverty or healthcare or clean water and, and, you know, just like actually make some progress and have it be really fun at the same time. Nice. Oh man, that was such a good answer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's all right for you. You've already gone. I need to make up something now. <laughs> you have to follow that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Right. Oh man. Good goal, Derek. I like it a lot. Yeah, we all have something. <laughs> we all have something to offer. That's the thing, you know. We do. Mm. We do, and we can make change. It has to start somewhere. So, and that kind of that kind of goes to to what I was thinking as well. I was thinking biggest. I was thinking biggest and boldest, but it somehow turned into vaguest. And so, <laughs> mine would be <laughs> mine would be for for my existence in this world, you can see how this is becoming vague, my existence in this world to have been an overall net positive yes. for the world. Yes. So, see, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. vague and big and bold, yeah. Okay, I <laughs> like it. I like it. Let's let's ding out of this one. That was a big, bold, scary question. <laughs> oh, man. Getting real here. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's complete this round. So, Derek, why don't you pick a number? Uh, I love the questions from your audience. So let's go with 125. 125. Coming up. What kind of music do you listen to while you travel? Ooh. This is a good one. Oh, love that yeah. question. This is yeah. Derek. I Hurst. have very uh, particular music tastes that I use to influence uh, different states. So I call it pump up music. Uh, right, I was listening to... Uh, outcast right before i came on this podcast to mm -hmm. get myself excited but uh especially when i'm traveling and i'm like going up a mountain or i'm doing some some adventure thing uh i love reggaeton oh <laughs> sorry <laughs> not my turn you too <laughs> uh because it like makes me moves my hip in just such a way it keeps me going and it's like that's yes. the, that's the jam so love reggaeton it. i can't even stay quiet i love it <laughs> Hayden. Yeah. Hayden, hurry so I can go. <laughs> okay. Okay. So for me, this is uh this is right up my alley music, man. I mean, I, I come from a musical family. This is this is my bag, you know. So for me, the it depends where I'm from and where I'm from, where I'm going and what I'm doing. But uh <laughs> where I'm from. Depends where I'm from. But the album that, that works day. in any place in the world, the album that works is Tack by Sigur Ross. T A Double K by Sigur Ross. Without a doubt, from start to finish, one of the greatest albums you'll ever, 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 ever hear. So that's that. It's quite ambient, quite, you know, mm -hmm. quite new wave ambient. It's real, real cool. And then um I listen to I don't know, I listen to a lot of 
a lot of different stuff, but I'd listen to a lot of punk rock music, like uh, a Wilhelm Scream, the latest album, Party Crasher. There, it's ridiculously fast punk rock, and it doesn't fit what's going on in like through my eyes. <laughs> it, it, there's no correlation, you know. But I don't know. It's kind of cool. And the last one I reckon would be you can take the album Grace by Jeff Buckley anywhere, and that will be that will be the soundtrack to wherever you are. Fan. Fantastic. So yeah, all styles depends on where I am. I Jackie, love it. That's over cool. to you. I just wrote those down because I'm going to have to look them up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll put them on I the show notes you'll enjoy the punk rock one. For everybody but, yeah. too. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you guys couldn't tell, I, I love reggaeton. Like I really do. Um, ever since, you know, in the beginning, in the beginning of reggaeton, they used to call it Panamanian reggae. Like it, it like, well, I mean, I don't know if that's entirely true, but where I lived in Costa Rica, that's what it was. It was like, it was like brand, it was like new on the scene. And, uh, and I just, I fell right in love with it when I was living there in 2003. And, uh, and it's been one of my things that's been, I feel like just me ever since, because I went and I found that by myself, you know, living in another culture. And I've always, it's, I know what you mean, Derek, when you say it just makes you move. Like one of my favorite things in the world to do is the only thing better than running to reggaeton music is of course, dancing to it. Uh, but r- I do, I run with it all the time because Wait, it, do you, do you ski with it? Of, well, ugh, I didn't, mm, can we not talk about skiing? Okay. <laughs> Because <laughs> I always used to listen to it cross country skiing, and it's I, it's the best. Honestly, I listen to it whenever I'm doing anything active. Like it's my favorite, and I love to move to it. Like it just I can't sit still and listen to reggaeton. I can't. And then completely on the other side of the spectrum, I'm also gonna go with Ed Sheeran. Uh, I love Ed Sheeran. I he's so incredibly talented as a musician, and so I just I really I love listening to his music. His, his he has one of my he is one of my go tos. Um, but I have playlists on Spotify for these things, and I just I have them downloaded. I just I just listen to them all the time. So reggaeton and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> Can I plug one more artist? Yeah. that is really awesome, and I and I've got to meet him and hang out in Bali, and he's he's really great. Michael Franti makes oh. music for people everywhere, and it's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like brings people together. So absolutely, sh- shout out to him too. He has some of the best lyrics in this world, really. Like his lyrics are incredible. They're about people and peace, and you know, it's it's great. I love Michael Franti. In fact, I just published a video today on the, my Patagonia trip in 2016. Uh, the one, you know, that I did last fall. And the opening song is The Sound of Sunshine, which is an amazing song by Michael Franti. So yeah. I'm a fan. Good, good one on that. Also, if you like if you like Ed Sheeran, check out Newton Faulkner. Have you heard of him? No. I, I don't know whether he's big outside of the UK, but he's basically like, he's like Ed Sheeran's older brother. Really? Like he's bigger and more ginger and he's got, <laughs> he's got dreadlocks. And uh, oh. yeah, Newton Faulkner. Okay. I think you'll really love him. He's very, very Ed Sheeran. They're very similar, mm-hmm. those two actually. But yeah, you might enjoy that. Cool. Thanks. Um, one more tip on that, just since we're talking about music and travel, I really do like to pay attention to what's playing around me. Um, unless I'm in a place where the music I, I just can't handle, uh, which maybe I won't mention those countries on, on right now. But um, I like to like if I, when I'm living in an apartment somewhere, 
I like to listen to those music video stations because it shows, you know, it's, it's, it's getting new music. It's like, okay, what's popular here? Like, what do people listen to? Um, that's one of the ways that I kind of, you know, find, uh, find music. And then I use, uh, I use Shazam a lot when I'm out, you know, and you can hear stuff that's playing in grocery stores or wherever. I love being in tune to the, the sounds of the place. Um, but generally like I really enjoy foreign music too. So maybe that's just me, but nice. Great. Cool. Now I'm right there with you. Oh, and, uh, and the radio in the car, if you have like a rental car and you're listening to, (laughs) yeah, like doing road trips in foreign countries. It's so (laughs) (laughs) South American radio is so much fun as well. (laughs) It's like, okay, copetje, copetje, copetje. You know, all this really ridiculously (laughs) fast stuff. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, what do you guys think? Do we have time for another round? What do you guys want to do? Yeah, let's do another one. Okay, let's do a lightning round. Uh, if if that's possible, we'll do one more. (laughs) Are we starting a new round right now? I just picked that number, so Hayden's... Oh, we're not even done with this round then. Okay, Hayden, what's your number? Um... It's not a hard question. Uh, (laughs) I'll go 112, please. 112. Whoa... Oh no. This might be 111. 111. <laughs> Let's go with 111. Who are yeah. the people you who are the people you've met while traveling that have impacted your life uh the most and how? That is not necessarily lightning round. We can kind of try, uh, but it's a great, great question because travel is all about the people. It really, really is. So Hayden, do you want to go ahead and tackle that one? Oh man. I know. Like... It's like impossible to lightning that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, tackling that is like, I don't know. How about this? Giant wrestler dude. What's one person that comes to your mind and how did okay. you meet them? Let's do that. Nice. Nice. Okay. So one person that comes to mind is my good friend, Alan. He is from Brazil, even though the name Alan doesn't scream out Brazilian, but he is uh, <laughs> he's from Brazil. And we met in Hanoi and we just kind of instantly became best friends. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he left after, after about a week. And we actually, <laughs> it was within two hours of meeting him. He was like, yeah, I'm going to go to, um, oh, what's that place called? I know that it's six hours motorbike ride uh, east of Hanoi. Uh, Halong Bay. That's it. He's like, I'm going to go to Halong Bay. I'm going to go on a bus. I was like, dude, I've got a bike. Let's go on a bike. So uh, we were biking down within within about a couple of hours each of knowing each other. And then after a few weeks, he or a week or so, he left. And then uh, I get a call from him maybe a year later, something like that. And he's like, man, I'm in New York. I'm living in this community where like, where no one uses, there's no money, there's no currency and everyone just does everything for everyone else. And it's like the coolest place ever. You're going to come. And so I was there like a week later. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. So so I went there and met him. And that was actually, I I know I'm not, you know, I I do everything as stories, but when I entered the States, uh, which is one of the hardest countries to enter, uh, in my opinion, when I, when I entered there, the woman there was like, so who are you, who are you here to meet? I was like, my friend, Alan. And uh, she goes, whereabouts? I said, I don't really know. She goes, okay. <laughs> Good She's answer. thinking something fishy's up. And she goes, uh, she goes, where did you, where did you meet Alan? I said, Vietnam. She goes, oh, were you in the war together? I said, I'm 27. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. And then 
and then I went to go see him in uh, in Rio and stayed with him for a while. And then we went to San Luis, and he's just the best, mo- like nicest, most awesome person ever. And the only reason we met was because we were in the same place at the same time. I heard him speaking Portuguese. I attempted to speak Portuguese to him, and he laughed at my accent. And that's the only reason that all of these things happened after that one incident, you know? So Alan is my answer. I love it. Good for you and Alan. That was not a lightning round. <laughs> no, but this is not a lightning round question. It's just not. Oh, awesome. You know what? Our lightning round starts on the next round. So uh, we'll just go with that. Nice. I have names and names and names of people going through my head right now and just years of of experiences of just meeting the most incredible, generous people overseas that I could do an entire podcast just on this. And maybe we should. But I'll just go with one. The first one, uh, well, maybe not the first. One of the ones that came to my mind is um, her her name is Gabby. And she is actually originally from El Salvador. I met her in October of 2015. And I think that part, and this also has a lot to do with how people are going to affect you when you meet them is where you are on your personal path in life and what you're looking for. Um, what energy you're putting out that's being reciprocated, et cetera, because you're going to, you know, come across different people who, you know, you're, you're putting out different, I think, energies and attracting different people to you. And at the time that I, this was like when I had just left everything behind and I showed up in Chile and one of the first people that I met there, her name is Gabby. And um, I ended up writing about her on my blog on Traveling Jackie. And I will um, share the post because she just really inspired me and just immediately became someone I was just, I could look up to. And it, it was, it, it was, she has a lot of stories. She's living in Florida now um, from, from El Salvador, moved her family there. And uh, I don't know, she just, she understood me. And this is the kind of friendship that, uh, will transcend borders, you know, and, um, I've seen her a couple of times since at different conferences and whatnot. Um, but even though we don't carry like a daily friendship, I still think about her all the time because of the impact that she had on my life at the time. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And, and I, I really appreciate those people when, and that it does happen often, but those people that, uh, that, that do have an effect on you that you can allow to, you know, make changes in your life. It's really special. And oh man, I do find them on the road. It's really amazing, but uh, I'll stop there. Uh, ding. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. So when the question was asked, I immediately thought of one person first. So I'll just talk about him. His name's Hoya Lin and he has a restaurant in Hoi An, Vietnam, and I was living next door to the restaurant and I would go there for lunch every day and he would make me fried rice or something. And we start chatting because I was curious about how he ran his business. And eventually we got to be friends and he taught me to play Chinese chess. And then when I got good enough to beat him, he said, okay, I'll take you to, to where my friends hang out. And he took me to this sort of cafe bar place where all the business owners in town were hanging out. There was like a hundred or 200 of them there all playing Chinese chess, drinking coffee. And I was like, well, if you guys are all the business owners, who's tending to your shops? And and they all had hired, you know, like high schoolers to <laughs> watch their shop. for. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.